In this time of uncertainty, as the Western Church is forced into home churches, Open Doors is standing with you. We're releasing a mini podcast series to help you and your church follow Jesus and strengthen your faith. We are one body, one church, one family, and we're stronger together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of House Church by Open Doors. We are not in our normal studio this week because of all of the COVID-19 coronavirus challenges and restrictions, but I am sitting here with my, as always, co-host, Joss Cotto. Thanks, Mike. It's so good to be here. We are so excited that almost 2,000 of you guys are using the House Church by Open Doors resources. And this week, we have more kids resources dropping. One of the guys on our team has put together an awesome video for your kids, so Please register if you haven't yet at opendoors.org.au. If you have been using our resources, why don't you take a photo and share it on social media? We would love to see the way that you guys are still meeting together, whether it's just in your homes with your families or your housemates. But we have been so encouraged by people using these resources over Zoom or in their living rooms or on FaceTime. So why don't you keep on sharing those? But Mike, this week, our episode is on Palm Sunday. And in today's episode, we want to explore this idea of Hosanna and the moments in between. And what I mean by that, Mike, is that Hosanna is a word that we use a lot this time of year. It's the word that people shouted on Palm Sunday as Jesus entered into Jerusalem. But somewhere along the way in the Bible, um, the use of the word and the meaning and the purpose of the word Hosanna changed. Originally, it was a cry for help. And then instead, it became a shout of hope and a shout of praise. It's a really interesting idea, isn't it, Joss? Because I think there is something incredibly significant about that place in the middle. What lies between Hosanna going from being about a plea, Lord save us, to being a praise statement, Lord thank you for saving us. It almost creates a tension. That interesting space in the middle. Even if I think about life at the moment, it's a tension between rhythm and routine and chaos. And once again, where we find ourselves in tension. It's funny about tension is that it can often leave you doing one, I guess, of two things is that for some people, it's all about crying out to God, God, where are you? Help. And for others, it's all about saying, God, thank you that you are still good and you are still God. Again, it's this beautiful duality of the word Hosanna, although they seem to almost, they don't often coexist. They live independently of each other. We, in our own life, we sing praise songs, Hosanna, Hosanna, but we say them as shouts of praise, rarely as cries for help. But God has provided all of our needs and will continue to do so. And we're facing an ever-changing reality in our daily life. Having worked with, I guess the best way to describe it, Joss, at Open Doors is the church under crisis for 65 years. I mean, that's ultimately what we do. Wherever Christianity kind of bumps heads and there's friction, whether it's with religions or governments, and the church finds itself in a state of crisis, Open Doors for 65 years has been working in that tension. Mm helping the church remain and thrive. And what I find funny, and we'll probably talk about it at some later stage, is what I call the great divergence, right? In the matter, in the middle of crises, where we find ourselves with COVID-19, the coronavirus, all those kind of things. It's funny for me that I see established Christians begin to question the existence of God. It's almost like they say, God, well, if you were real and you were God, how can this be happening? Yet non-believers in their loneliness Again, they question the existence of God and say, God, if you're real, where are you? Mm. And and what happens is this great divergence begins. And one of the reasons these House Church by Open Doors resources exist, and although it's a little bit off task at the moment, in light of Hosanna, what, I'm, what I want our listeners to know is we want to protect against the great divergence. Mm. Because as established Christians go cold or lament, where is God in this moment? And non-Christians say, God, how can I find you in this moment? Our job is to to not allow the divergence to happen, to keep it together. Yeah. 
because it's one of the greatest opportunities to share the gospel we could ever want. But we need to have a true and accurate understanding of maybe what God promises. And, and Hosanna and a true and un accurate understanding of that in and of itself helps because we know that God, he's provided for all of our needs and more than that, he'll continue to do so. But we are still facing the realities of our ever-changing days. Yeah, I think you're right, Mike. And I've been thinking lately a lot about Jeremiah 29, 11, which is such a well-known verse throughout the Christian circles, but it's also one that a lot of non-Christians know. It's one of the most popular verses in the Bible, but it talks about, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They're plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And I feel like we often share this scripture when we are going through a hard time, when friends are going through something rough or when we just need something personally to hold on to for our own lives. But I feel like in some ways we're missing the point because the verses directly after it in verse 12, the Lord says this, Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. And I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. So God has said in verse 11 that his plans for us are good and that his plans are to prosper us and not to harm us. But then directly after it, God talks about the way he's the one who banished us and he is the one who sent us into exile. But then directly after it talks about the way that he is the one who banished them. He is the one who carried them into exile. And I just think when you talk about the great divergence, Mike, there's so many um, opportunities now for us as Christians to question, God, where are you in all of this? How can you let this happen? When really God has promised to prosper us and he has good plans for us but they don't always come about the way that we think they, they will or the way that we have imagined that God would be moving. And so I really actually think it comes down to what our definition of good is. How do you measure the goodness of God in your life? Because I think God cannot be boxed into our own definition of good. His plans and his purposes for us, they will be good, but they will not be our definition of good. And I think in many ways, that's the beauty of the word Hosanna, where the collision of us crying out to God saying, God, please help us, please save us. And yet in the same breath, crying out, we will praise you, we worship you, you are our salvation. That is the beauty of the word Hosanna. So this Easter, maybe spend some time sitting with the notion of ensuring your prayer life is not only ever driven by petitions and asking or just simply by praising, but it's the both and. And I think what better way, Justin, to finish this episode by maybe praying for our supporters and our listeners as all of us wrestle with the unknown, the worry, the concern, the, the tension that lies in the middle of the, the situation we find ourselves in. So, Joss, would you pray for our listeners? We'd love to. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the ways that you provide for us, the ways that you continually bless us and show us your goodness and your faithfulness. We ask that you would remind us of those things every day, that you would renew our spirits each day as we walk with you. God, we pray over all uncertainty. We pray over all isolation, all loneliness, God. We ask that you would be our source of comfort in this time. God, we ask that you would help us to consider the word Hosanna over this coming week and through the Easter period, God, that we would cry out and know our need for you, our desperate need for help and for salvation. But in those times, Lord, we would also recognize your beauty and your majesty, God, that we might sit back and appreciate your beauty 
and spend time worshipping you for who you are. Lord, we thank you for um, this time together, God. We thank you that we can still gather as the church, even though it looks so vastly different than what we're used to. We ask that you would encourage us to walk closer and closer to you each day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.